Hello and welcome back to the What the Fork Happened this week podcast in association with Viper Goalkeeping. Um, it's been another week of football, which it is most weeks. And this week we've got a relatively full house and of course as always a special guest. First and foremost in my left-hand corner, I think, from what I can see. Scott, how are you doing? Are you all right? I'm good, mate. How are you? Same as last week. I'm stuck in the house. I'm trying to get out of the house, but I'm still stuck in the house because some people's solicitors don't do, don't do what they're told. Um... Ian, how are you doing? You alright? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Yeah, cheers. It's a bit weird because currently we're watching, um, obviously, West Ham's on in the background, and I can see you on the telly, and I can also see you on the laptop. I'm <laughs> <laughs> quite interested in how you're doing the David Moyes double act here. Um, Jack, how are you doing? You alright? Yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you? Same, mate. I just I want to give you like a different answer, but I'm just, I've, you know what? I'm saying I'm stuck in the house. I went to Manchester yesterday. I was allowed up the house to cover a game. Um, there you go. And it was class. It was really Capital of the class. North. What, what more do you want? It was great. I loved it. I thought it was fab. Um, and then we've got special guests this week. Rosie Todd, Middlesbrough. I was good. I forgot I was going to say there. Rosie Todd, Middlesbrough Women's number one. Rosie, how are you doing? Are you all right? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, you've been battling a few uh, technical issues, which seems to be par for the course when we do Zoom calls. Is that just me? Yeah, I, it seems to be the case that no matter what happens, there's always an issue yet. I spend my life on Zoom and it always works fine normally. So, somebody wants to keep us apart, Rosie. What can I say? Scott, um, <laughs> I'm going to come to you straight away. Um, I've heard, I would normally come and say, What's been your hero of the week, your villain, your moment, your goal, your Scottish football moment? But what's been your washing machine moment of the week? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I, I, I thought you were. Winding me up when you said you were going to ask about that. So, no, <laughs> <laughs> if you present me with gold, I'm going to ask you about gold. Oh, so, uh, I basically, as I've said previously, we're moving house in a couple of weeks. So, you know, Graham, we were talking about this off air, you're in the process of that, and now as well. And <clears throat> like, kind of standard causes stuff like that. you've got to leave your white goods and like things that can't be removed without like damaging the walls and stuff so that's all good uh yesterday morning so i've started packing up everything everything's in box we started like moving it to my mum's other half mum's stuff like that because her new house isn't going to be ready for us leaving here and they uh, were sitting eating their breakfast and i just heard like boom i'm like what the f- was that like come in the kitchen she's like can you smell that? And I'm like, nah, I, I can't smell it, but there's like, no electricity at all down the stairs. I was like, oh, f- here we go. So t- turned the electricity back on and then I started to smell this burning and she's like, I think it's a washing machine. And I'm like, nah, nah, it's fine. Just switch it off and back on. You know, like technical guide to when something doesn't work. So I washing machine, had a, a, a full load of washing in it, couldn't get the door open, uh, frozen shut. So we decide we need to get this fixed. So <clears throat> phones some guy we found on like, you know, whatever, Google or whatever, and he's just like, Hi, what is it? And it's like, uh, can you come and fix our washing machine, mate? And he's like, I'll be 130 pounds. And I'm just like, nah, we're, we're leaving here in three weeks, mate. I'm not paying that when I can get one cheaper. So that's his brother-in-law. Uh, my brother-in-law, so he goes on to <clears throat> Gumtree, which uh, obviously I don't know, probably all used it at some point. I mean, that's your first mistake. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, right, so bear in mind, this, is, this isn't me right, however, right? Uh, as you say, it's comedy gold, so it was worth it. Um, <laughs> we find this washing machine, this guy's selling a washing machine about 20 minutes away from here, uh, and he's like, I want ready it now. So it says on the thing, like, brand new, in the box, 
and it's like unopened, and I'm thinking to myself, this is obviously nicked, right? But it says on the thing, no, no, it says he bought it and it didn't fit in, like the 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 slot where he would put the washing machine. So me and her brother, we jump in the van and we go out and we get to the street where this guy's give us the address for and I'm looking, like, it's like a big mile-long street just in Glasgow and I'm looking, right, and all I can see is, like, high-rise flats and I'm like to him, no, no, definitely no. So he phones the guy up and the guy appears, like, at the door in the, the ground floor and I'm thinking to myself, right, fair enough, the guy's brought the, the washing machines at the door, so we go in, right, and to describe this guy, he's dressed like a Peaky Blinder, right? He's like he's he's got like a long like, trench coat on, wearing a bonnet and obviously a mask for uh, for COVID. So we go in, and I'm like, I don't see any washing machines here. So we start going up the stairs. It's like first floor, second floor, third floor. I'm like, but at this point, I'm not thinking anything. So he, he opens the door to his, his flat, which I can only describe as like a cracked in. <laughs> literally we couldn't see anything for like the smoke and the smell absolute stench of weed so <clears throat> needless to say there's a washing machine just right at the door so he looks at it and he peels it back to show us like that it's in in the original case and that and that's fine so I'm like alright okay much was it and he, he says the amount so I goes into my pocket and I, I brings out like the money so I hands it over to him he goes into the room Right. And bearing in mind we're in a, a bad crack den in the middle of Glasgow, and he brings out one of the wee machines that you test whether the notes are fake or no. <laughs> and I'm like, how dare you? I'm a reputation, I'm, I'm a reputable gentleman. So I give him the money, and then I say to him, right, mate, where's the lift? And he's like, oh, there's no one. And I'm like, sorry, say it again. And he's like, no, there's, there's, there's no lift. All right, okay. So I says to him, is there like any chance you can give us a hand down the, the four flights of stairs with this washing machine? And he's like, I ain't bother, I'll get the doors. All right, fair enough. So he opens the door to his flat. Me and my brother-in-law, we left this washing machine, which was a ton. He's still in the flat holding the door open. And he goes like to me, aye, they're a bloody bugger to carry down the stairs. See, he's later, lads, and slams the door shut. And just, that's him. So like, we're standing four floors up, nay lift, Holding this washing machine that we've got here, then trek down four flights of stairs and into his van, which we, we did because we had no choice. I needed a washing machine, and, and there it was. But aye, so. Um, does it work? Aye, it does. Like, see, when we got it home, and I got it in this living room, and I was honestly, so we carried it in our front door, and I was like, see if I open this, and it's literally a box of bricks. I'm going back <laughs> to his house. I'm literally just going to go and put every brick through his window. No, no. <laughs> It works. It's, what, the, the way you said it, though, like every brick through, it sounded like you're going to put it through carefully, like just slotting it in. I just like get it through his door, like I just through the door of the crack den, brick at a time. Like, Sorry, pal, back. but I said I was going to do this on a podcast, so... <laughs> That's another five quid you owe me back off the money that I gave you. So, <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh, it was just like a pure Next comedy period. sketch. Aye. So we know you, your villain of the week. Who's your hero of the week? That's my hero of the week. My hero of the week is uh, Ian St. John who of obviously course. passed away last week. And I know that, you know, <clears throat> a lot of media sort of uh, chatter about him in programmes and stuff like that. And obviously, St. John being a, a Liverpool legend, but, you know, before he was a Liverpool legend, he was a Motherwell legend and he scored uh, 
80 goals in 113 games for us, which is, is some record. Obviously, long before my time, but you know, in terms of the Hall of Fame and stuff like that, he goes down as a, a legend. And it was sad to hear that he had that he had passed. So he's my hero. You said this before your time. It sounds a little bit more like Ian's time. How old are you now? Ian? <laughs> 65, 70. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of people you argue with online though, you're more like a like a, a 21 year old, like a young whippersnapper ready to argue online. Ian, who's your uh, who's your villain of the week? Oh, uh oh yeah. Um did you forget again? Did you forget? No, no, no I just he's I just hadn't actually written it just made me so angry that I just went, oh, I'm evil in the week. <laughs> um, so this, uh, yeah, so this man isn't really related to football, um, although he does say he supports Arsenal. Um, and the, Oh, yeah. Yeah, so the, today on, um, uh, you know... In, in, Is it Good Morning Britain or something? yeah. And he just, you know, you know, ripping in the the to the to Meghan Markle and actually questioning, um, you know, the things she said about her their sort of mental health and on the this day of their all all their days, I just oh, oh, yeah, it was just bad, wasn't it? Like, yeah. I mean, I I try to stay neutral on a lot of stuff, mainly so I don't get attacked by the mob on Twitter, um, but like. I obviously I won't repeat what he said because I don't want to, but I think what he said about um what her mental health struggles this morning was crap. And I hope no one feels uh oh god, we've gone serious again. Um, but I hope no one listens to that and goes like, Oh, well, you know, if I'm struggling, I better not say anything because Piers Morgan or my mates might think that I'm just talking shite. You're not. Um, keep talking about it so um, obviously he has a much wider audience than me which makes the problem a lot worse but if I have any sort of audience um, please do not feel like what he said there had any relevance to, to mental health um, Jack um, I was going to ask for you villain of the week mate but we're going to keep political if we go villain of the week so I'm going to come <laughs> and say what was your uh, hero of the week mate well, believe it or not, I was giving him a rest this week, so I want to come to the villain. It's not who you're thinking it is. Um, really? My, Even uh, after them photos of him doing press-ups in the bloody garden? Yeah, I've got bigger fish to fry this week, so we'll come, we'll come back to my, uh, my villain. <laughs> um, my, uh, my hero of the week is, believe it or not, I've gone kind of off football again. It's actually Banksy. Now, uh, the anonymous stencil artist based in Bristol... Um, I like his work. Anyway. I'm not a big art fan, you know what I mean? These ones, you know, watercolors and stuff like that. I'm not really bothered, Jack, but Jack, I like... Jack, Jack, do you like DVDs? I do like DVDs, then yeah. You like, well... Then you like art, man. <laughs> Someone had to put that together. That's art, man. Do you like the cover of a DVD? Yeah, well, I, yeah I like the cover more art, than the DVD itself, yeah. Do you, like, do you like your fireplace and the way it's done up? That's oh, art, yeah. man. You love yeah. art, so never yeah. see you don't like art. <laughs> um, no, but I like things that have got like a kind of message behind it. And um, Banksy's done a stencil, um, basically with for the for the NHS, um, and basically all the money that he's given. I think it shows like it's a, a young boy kneeling down and playing with like superhero, like you know them like action man doll type things, you know Batman, and um, yeah, all the money that um, when it gets sold. All the money that's raised is going to go to the NHS. They reckon it's going to get about 3.5 million. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a bank save this week for, for a little bit of art with a message and also give it a good cause. Thing with, the thing with Banksy is people seem to know loads of where he's from, what he does, but no one actually knows who he is. 
Like, someone's got to know. There's been a few sightings of him, hasn't there? Apparently doing stencils or what apparently what might be him. But, yeah, no one's actually... I think it's good. I think it's excellent, though, the whole facade he's created. But, yeah, giving money to good causes is always a winner, isn't it? What would you do if it was Matt Hancock? <laughs> <laughs> and you've, you've accidentally given him hero. Yeah, away. I know. Yeah, well... Somehow I don't think it is. I don't think my hand would have the creativity to do something like that. Yeah, just be like, yeah, well, yeah, well, the money's going there anyway, isn't it? So he eh. could take credit for it. You know, he would. Um, my my hero of the week um, is Stephen Gerrard, and the reason it's Stephen Gerrard is because he slid in beer, and I quite like the fact that <laughs> he. That. It was brilliant. It's like. I like the fact that every week with Rangers, he's gone one game at a time. We stay humble. And then, like, literally, when they get one point away, he's like chucking beer all over the floor and like belly flopping basically on the floor. I thought that was quite a good way to stay humble, um, which he didn't quite manage in that particular instance. And also, Ryan Jack, the amount that Ryan Jack was drunk in that video, if anyone's seen it. I've never seen a man be so drunk in my life. Um, so, yeah, he's also my hero of the week. Rosie, what, what was your uh, villain of the week? Well, we, we literally, we, me and you spoke about this, and I didn't really have an answer for this one because <laughs> we we were both determining what constituted as appropriate <laughs> in the sense of politics. What's your hero, then? My hero was, um, I probably won't say his name right, Paolo Otavia in a yacht, in the strongest Yorkshire action you'll ever hear. Um, he's the he plays for Wolfsburg. Uh, in the <gasps> yes, that that unbelievable like last ditch sending off against Hoffenheim. Uh, absolute took one for the team. Solid. I think the thing I like best about it is they were probably going to lose anyway. They were like two one down, working like the ninety fourth <laughs> minute, and he was just like whatever. I've just noticed as well, Scott, you're wearing, like, I was going to say Wolfsburg, but then, like, the German in me went Wolfsburg. Um, You're wearing Wolfsburg headphones? (laughs) Told you, it was the only ones that I could get off Amazon for next day delivery when I had a class to deliver at nine o'clock and I sat in my other ones coming on to do this bloody podcast a few weeks ago. (laughs) You know, the best thing is that no one ever watches the video on this because we don't put it out as video because it just takes too long to upload. But you do genuinely look like you fly in a plane or a helicopter. Like... Went on, one of my students was like that. I didn't know we were getting a lesson and how to be a Radio 1 DJ of the day. I was like, ah, well, that's me. Just said the piss ripped at me at five past nine. I think Pob. You remember Pob? What's, what's that? What's... Pob. The cartoon, Pob. Did you ever see Pob? No. Pob. Pob. I Google it as we speak. Pob. Pob. I've never ever seen Pob in my life and that is a seriously bad acid trip looking at that. <laughs> Breaking news, by the way, as we're on, Derek McInnes has left Aberdeen. Yeah, I just saw that, yeah. Yeah. Well, That's a shame, I guess. Yeah, odd sort of timing as yeah. well. Yeah. Beat Mollwell at some point then in the next 10 years. That's probably why they've done it. They're probably just looking at, have they got you in the next few games? No, no, thankfully no. Because it's a usual yeah. thing, isn't it? There's the manager leaves and we just go, oh. yeah, Anyway. He was, he was meant to be close to getting a Sunderland job, wasn't he, before Jack Ross? Wasn't he mm-hmm. the second favourite? 
No, no it was uh, no, it the was season planned. before. Grayson, Grayson, was yeah. it? Yeah, that worked out really, really well. Um, for Simon he Grayson. bottled it, though, didn't he? When? The other's chance and he bottled it. I mean, I bet he's devastated that he didn't take over the J. Clark Salter era of Sunderland <laughs> break. <laughs> could have been part of Sunderland until I die, man. He could have been the star, the star of the show. Well, yeah. What, you mean like me? <laughs> Four or four minutes. Um, Scott, who was your... What have I asked you? Your hero? Yes. What's your villain? Yeah. <clears throat> well, funnily enough, Rosie said that our best... Yorkshire accent, so I'm going to say my best uh, Scottish accent. I went for Paul Octavio as well, just for the pure, absolute... I mean, he just didn't care about the guy's ankles, did he? He's just literally yeah. like, chopped them in about four pieces, and I just thought... I did think, you know, that was just brilliant, and I thought, see, just the way he's just leathered them. I'm like, like reminds me of myself doing the fives. Uh, if I can catch folk, that is obviously... Normally, I'm sweating fresh air, but, oh, brilliant. Loved it. It just... It- it would have been more understandable had they were like had they were winning, but the fact that we're getting beat in like the ninety fourth minute, and it was just pointless him getting sent off and doing himself for three games is just a bit like reminding me of a <laughs> Bassy Toddy. <laughs> oh yeah, literally, Chesterley Street. <laughs> was it? Oh yeah, it was Chesterley Street. Less than about Chesterley that, Street, like eighty eightieth minute, just. Two foot at the edge of the box. <laughs> that girl through there's, there's for people who are unaware of of uh, Middlesbrough women. There's a player called Rebecca Bass, formerly Sunderland, Leeds, and a team in Iceland that I can't actually pronounce. Um, we played a team in pre-season, and we played against Durham, Durham Sestria, on Saturday, and she wiped out. It was Jess, wasn't it? Je- it was. Yeah, it was um, the first three minutes of the game. Uh, she she slipped. <laughs> <laughs> she slipped and absolutely two-footed this like sixteen-year-old girl. <laughs> took her out. It should have been a straight red. And then seventy minutes in, she did exactly the same challenge on someone else, and somehow managed to get away without even being booked. <laughs> it was it was that one. It was like it was with Bassy. It was like, oh Bassy, chill out. Don't do that again. You've probably hurt that last thing. She was like, I slipped. I slipped. I fell over. I just slipped. I didn't mean to go in that hard. And like on the Tuesday night, she just absolutely halved someone. God, God, I love Bassy. Um, it was it was when she looked back at the. She was like, Nah, I slipped. I slipped. And then she watched the footage back. She was like, I didn't slip. <laughs> <laughs> she was as well. She was like, the unbeknown to me, and I didn't get a join tonight, unfortunately, because of the house move and all that. But. Um, Borough Women had a quiz tonight, and one of the questions was, "What? Who's the first to get sent off?" And I think Bassey got like eighty-nine percent of the vote, or something like that. Twenty-five out of twenty-six. Yeah. Who who voted for? Who was the other one that got voted for? Uh, Millie. Really? Yeah, I think someone must have voted Millie for all of them. I think someone just guessed Millie for all of them. Anyway, um, Ian, what was your? Uh, did I ask you your villain? Yeah. Who's your hero of the week? Oh, well, yeah. Um, I, always lo- I always love how surprised you sound when I ask you, like, <laughs> oh, yes, aha. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Maybe not so much um, hero for what he did or, um, you know, this isn't someone who's changed the, the, the world in any way, but um, he's just a fabulous um, the footballer. And... Um, there, there. I watched them um, the last 
last uh, night. Um, played absolutely brilliantly, scored scored two um, their goals. But just nice to see this man with a smile on his face fit and uh, they're playing football. And that is Gareth Bale. Gareth Bale, hero of the week. Yeah, just because he... That's not going to go well with our Madrid listeners, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> At all. Yeah. Now we've lo- you've lost me subscribers in Spain now. I was doing so well. <laughs> in and now... Gonna have to go to Barcelona instead. Gonna have to go to Barcelona. Gonna have to tip, tick, tick, attack me way all the way to Barcelona with a podcast. Yes, but it was. It is good to see Gareth Bale back because we discussed Gareth Bale, didn't we, when he first signed and said how excited we were about him coming back. And then it just kind of was a bit like all fart and the shite. Nothing really happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and I seen one of those memes. You know those things those kids do those meme things. Um, and it was. Do you know that it wasn't the girls with the milk again? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, it was the the one with the lassies. Like he's looking at the other girl. The boyfriend's out looking at the other girl and holding the woman's hand. And someone put the other girl that was like disgusted his son. And the good and the, the the good looking girl walking away was Gareth Bale. It's a lot funnier if you just look at it. If you just look at it, it's miles funnier than me explaining it because as we have deciphered over the past few weeks, my patter is absolutely honking. And I've got to listen back to it. So trust me, I know what I'm talking about. Um, what was your uh, goal of the week, Jack? Uh, my goal of the week was Harry Kane um, oh. yesterday oh, for Tottenham against yeah. Crystal Palace. So yeah, knocks a backdrum, quite a quick ball backdrum from... Um, the Bale player back to him, or was it Son? I can't, can't remember. Might I think it was Bale. Bale. I think Bale, Bale. yeah. But he, he played it back with a bit of whip on it. Like, I don't think it should be underestimated. Most players would have been well within the right to take a touch. But Harry Kane didn't, just angled it. First touch, angled it, smacked it in the top corner. It was a superb finish. So, yeah, I thought that was top draw. Like, just buzzing his English, you know, going into the Euros. I think if he's if he's on form and fit, I think we've got a chance. I really do. Did you see... Um... Gabby Agbonlaho saying he doesn't think that Harry Kane would fit into Man City's team if they signed him. <laughs> I mean, who cares what Gabby Agbonlaho thinks? You know? I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> but he's he's appeared, hasn't he? Gabby Agbonlaho. He's kind of came back out of nowhere. He's gone from just scoring goals once a season against Sunderland on a New Year's Day and like some <laughs> crappy mid middle of the season fixture to suddenly being full of controversial opinions on. Oh, hang on, talk sport that explains a lot, doesn't it? Um, Talk supposed to funny one because I know not listen to it and yet I listen to it. I go, oh, how can you have that opinion? What's he on about? And then like six hours later, I'm like, I've been had. I've been had. He's done it again. Um, my my goal of the week. My goal of the week was Kira Walsh uh, for Man City Women. It was a good goal as it was, but that's not really the reason I've picked it. Um, as I touched earlier, I had a joint to Manchester as part of my job, which was nice. And um, up until like the 81st minute, it was like nil-nil. And I was like, brilliant. I haven't been to a 40 game for uh, two months and I've came back to a nil-nil. Now, bearing in mind, you've got like a Man City women's squad of like a Lucy Bronze, Sam Mewis, um, Ellen White, like all these players that you just say, yeah, it's going to be so many goals they're going to score. Like Steph will probably get one from the back. Uh, Lucy Bronze will probably get one from the back because they're, you know, they're playing Everton, middle of the team. Uh, middle of the table team, and they didn't. They just missed loads of chances for ages. And then um, Kira Walsh smacked one in from like 20 yards out. So because it was the only goal I've seen this week, it's my official goal of the week. Um, Rosie, what was your... Uh, what did I ask you for before? I asked you here, Randall, and didn't I? What was your moment of the week? 
Um, well, I wouldn't say it was a good moment. Um, at Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, how, how could you tell? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's not really much to say. Like as a Liverpool fan, it's, it's a pretty sad time at the moment. It's funny, yeah, it's not it's the funny. best. If you're not a Liverpool fan, it's, oh, it's quite funny. I was going to say, I, I, I wouldn't quite describe it as funny. Um, <laughs> from my perspective but uh, yeah it's just, just strange Fulham are great Fulham. You've, got, you've got to think though you've done it for the greater good because Fulham winning might potentially relegate Newcastle so it's for the greater good yes. I've, got to be, I've got to be careful what I say there because a lot of my friends are Newcastle fans and I'm a bit scared well yeah but <laughs> I, I give them it so it's fine <laughs> Um, That's true. Was Liverpool actually a moment of the week? To be fair, you didn't ask me for moment of the week. What did I ask you? Um, <laughs> did I not? Goal. Oh. So I, I just had to think, just off the top of my head, and Liverpool stands out to me. And it... Well, how about something different? Who's your favourite Finnish football player? <laughs> favourite what? Maybe change of course. Your favourite Finnish football <laughs> player? Who's your favourite player to ever come out of Finland? I don't know any players from Finland. I should have warned you about that one. Scott, who's your <laughs> favourite Finnish player? It's got to be... This was a difficult one. I know obviously they've struggled in, in previous weeks with this, but 1998-99, uh, Motherwell had Harry Campman as their manager, and he signed a couple of absolute Finnish duds. Oh. The one who wasn't a Finnish dud was uh, Simo Valakari. Oh, I thought he was the other guy. Who's the other guy that he's playing in the middle for you? Old Ajama or something? Oh, uh, He's Estonian. Oh crap! Come country. on, Graham. Wrong country. Get, Come on, get your, get your multiple know. knowledge up. Even get Jack knew that. Read. Get your <laughs> flags, read me. Come on. The Even vote, Jack knew that. They've all just got wonderful, wonderful cheekbones and a lot better looking than I am from that area of the world. So to me, it sometimes just goes into one. <laughs> uh, he was Estonian. Could be some Icelandic guy raging now. Like, what are you on about, Graham? Icelandic people are much better looking than Estonians. I think it's debatable. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Oh, dear so, why was he your favourite? Uh, because I was going to say he was the least shite, but that's not really fair because he was actually <laughs> he was actually very good. Um, just really good player. And, you know, he, he was in the team just around about when I started going regularly. Uh, and then 2000, he moved to Derby uh, when they were in the Premier League. So uh, he didn't he really do much there and then went to America after that to FC Dallas. But uh, he's now a manager. I think it's in Finland, I actually think he's in Finland. And every time, like probably for the last 10 years, every time Muller will lose a manager, it's like, oh yes, Valakari's coming, Valakari's coming. And then Valakari never comes. So Malcolm yeah. Christie. <clears throat> do you remember Malcolm Christie? Yeah, but I don't think he's he's not he's not finished though. No, it's, he's only 28. Um, <laughs> oh, hey. Hey. No, but I'm sure Malcolm Christie, like, my, I'll be honest, I went to Google what he did there to do a funny little segment on Malcolm Christie and uh, me and that's like knackered. It's doing a, it's doing a rosy on Zoom, basically. Um, but yeah, Malcolm Christie was, you mentioned Derby and I thought about Malcolm Christie. I remember Chris Riggett as well. Do you remember, does everyone remember Chris Riggett? Uh, they both played for Middlesbrough, didn't they? And they both went to the Barrett. It was a five million pound dual deal that went, I believe. Who's your favourite player that played for a Derby but transferred to Middlesbrough, Jack? 
Well, well, other than the two we've mentioned, uh, <laughs> the top of my head, Ma- Martin Christie. <laughs> I remember, I remember he scored against us at the stadium of light. I remember well, this. That's standard backroom. Everybody scores against us at the stadium of light, man. So play with one leg, come on and score against us at the stadium of light, man. You know what else? Do you know what else popped up on my timeline this week? What? Altador, man. You're shite. You're shite. <laughs> shit. And then he realizes he's on BD Sport. Out the door, you shit. You shit. Sorry. <laughs> Rosie's just lost in all of this, but it's... I me, haven't got a clue what's going on. Trust me, this is dynamite content. Um, there's been some <laughs> funny things that's been shouted from the standard Sunland. In fact, there, there is something. What, what's your favourite Sunland bloke at the match thing? Because you've had out door. Out the door, man, you shit. You shit. You've had it. the kid that took a dump on the floor. <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh, I've got, I've got one. I've got one. Oh, what have you got, Ian? What have you got? I've got one. So, and and actually, and I just want... You meant a thing, not a shit, right? You weren't, like, leaving at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I just want I just want to say as well, just because I, um, um, this does involve Steve uh, the Cotterill, so I just hope he's... he's oh, a, I remember um, this. Yeah, the main... <laughs> I think yeah. I know what you're going to say, but... <laughs> Yeah, so obviously, you know, Cotterell's on on the, the sidelines. He's got his um, notepad. Sort of notepad out. He's sort of furiously writing in it or, or thinking of what, what to say. And, it was the Charlton yeah. game as well. It was the one where we scored yeah. three own goals. Uh, and as we know, someone just uh, shouts out and goes, have you forgotten how to spell shite? <laughs> it was... <laughs> It was because we'd scored three on goals and he used to vigorously write notes in the notepad, didn't he? And then he like stopped for a solid five minutes and some guy in the West Stand, the West Stand of all places, just stands up and goes, what's a Mara man, Steve? Do you not know how to spell shite? Brilliant. Brilliant moment. Um, On that though, who's your favourite Finnish footballer though, Ian? That's the most important thing here. Have you froze, Ian? You've all froze, I think. <laughs> You're both froze. I think it's me. I think it's me. You honestly all completely froze there. And I just wish for a moment that everyone could see that because the look on everyone's face was superb. Because obviously, I can't see my own. <laughs> only, only Rosie's was moving. Ian looked more David Moyes than I've ever seen in my life. And, oh. Jack, and Jack looked like Kimar Roof, shall we say? That's because uh, you missed you missed me going. So Jack, uh, tell me what was your moment of the week? Because Graham's <laughs> really fucked <laughs> off. So I don't know how this is going to come across. The, the <laughs> um, Ian, what was your favourite finish player? Oh well, uh, well I, I have actually got two. <laughs> oh well, oh well, we're all shit. <laughs> But well, anyway, I researched this guy. Um, dude, and the first thing that actually stuck out. What compose yourself. Compose I've yourself. I've gone, I've gone, I've gone. <laughs> move forward, move forward quickly, Ian. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I've gone for um, Rami Hakenpa. Um, and. Uh, who used to play for um, HJK, otherwise known as Helsinki, um, as a centre-back. He has uh, their sort of tired now. However, 
he's he started out at um a team called FC Jazz. Um and he played for them between 1997 and 1999. Um now this sticks in my mind because um FC Jazz is actually situated in the coastal town of um Porry. Yeah. And uh, Porry. I thought you said Potty. Porry, P-O-R-I. And interestingly enough, I actually used to live there. In in Finland? Yeah. <laughs> right, hang on a minute. This is taking a totally different fucking turn the way I thought we were oh. going. So oh. I, ask, I ask random players from random places and you tell me you've lived in a random place. Yeah, so... <laughs> I, wonder how, I wonder how this happened. Were you 28 when you lived there? Uh, no, I was two. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> how, however, my earliest... Um, their memories are, are actually of this um, their town. We lived there for, I think, about nine months. Um, their, my dad worked in the, their, uh, uh, their sort of oil and he was working on, um, they had big, their sort of shipyards and he worked on um, um, the, the ships in and out of there, um, which is why we lived in uh, Finland. Um, also, Rami Hakenpah, is also known as Rambo. <laughs> Scott's lost it, by the way. <laughs> Scott's, Scott's away. No, no. Uh. <laughs> You've got to get it right. <laughs> I've got to say that right now. And and this podcast has literally just been me being in kinks, hasn't it? Um, Jack, Jack, who's your favourite Finnish player, actually? Um, well, mine was was Yari Littman because um, oh, what he did, yeah, Yari Littman was basically for his calibre, yeah, he played for Ajax, Liverpool, um, won Barcelona, I think he played for as well for a year or two, didn't he? Play for some top clubs, but one of the things that stuck in my head was that, um, and he played for Liverpool against Sunderland. We were one up against them one year. I remember and this. You remember Gary over. McAllister? Yeah, Gary McAllister. Like, Derek, Gary McAllister was fouled about five yards outside of the box. And, and he, he like ran and did like a dying swan act like in the middle of our box. And somehow that conned the referee. And Gary Lippman stepped up and took the penalty and scored it and cost us two points. But yeah, just hit his hit. It brought, remember, brought that into my mind. He's dying swan act on the pitch. But yeah, Gary Lippman and top player. If we're talking... Sunderland goals and Liverpool. There's been a few instances of that. Do you remember the time when we played at Anfield and Michael Turner like yes. the ball forward and yeah. Coit just no Torres nicked it off him, uh-huh. like rounded Simon Minulay and scored. And we were like, we haven't took the free kick, and everyone, ah, you have. Uh-huh. And then yes, John John Mensah giveaway penalty outside the box. Oh yeah, but it was like he fouled the lad outside of the box. That's happened twice. Yeah, and then the beach ball, and then the beach ball happened. Oh, the beach ball was great. What's your favorite beach ball goal? That one, Darren Ben. <laughs> aye, my favorite. The, the fact that I had a Liverpool badge on was just super. Rosie just shaking. Rosie just shaking her head here. The best thing, the best thing about that game was they did like a, um, an interview with the lad the week after, and he was getting the proper bullied. He wouldn't go back to school a few days after, and he's like <laughs> prop prop in the front of the Liverpool. Like, oh, he was like, I didn't mean something. Like, it's so happened, it was just a bit of fun. And, like, he's probably getting loads of stick off his mates for it. I thought it was class, mate. Like, <laughs> do you know, mind after that, like, uh, on the chase, 
one of the questions was uh, in Liverpool versus uh, Sunderland, the, the ball hit which of these items and it was like the sun, an ice cream van, a beach ball or the goalkeeper's uh, foot and the person went for ice cream van. Uh, <laughs> you know? To be fair, imagine how great that would be if like you were just playing and all of a sudden the ice cream van just came on and it made the little like jingle as well. I'm surprised the NFL haven't tried it, to be fair, Graham. It's the NFL love the stoppages and make games, don't they? The what? The NFL, you know, the American football. I'm surprised oh. they haven't tried something like that. They love the stoppages in the middle of the game, don't they? It's Did an they... ice cream timeout. <laughs> but I imagine, like, <laughs> I, I, that rings with another thing that there used to be this lad that used to stand in front of me in the crowd at uh, the stadium light in Altador, being American, obviously. Every time you got near the ball, this guy just used to shout, do a touchdown, do a touchdown. (laughs) The problem was he never did, like ever at any point. Um, Yeah, strangely quite like Josie Altador because he fell over at Stamford Bridge. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Cesar, I can't see his name, Azquilicata? No, (laughs) Azquilicata. I thought I thought I said it right then. I was like really impressed with myself and was like, Get in. I've completely <laughs> forgot who I've asked who. I kind of believe no one said Auntie Naomi was their favourite Finnish player. Literally, it was there to be set up for someone to say, oh, yeah, Auntie Naomi, and be like, oh, he's only 28. And then, so, oh, you know, it's like, I kind of believe you all went for, like, random players. We even went down the route of Ian living in Finland before we even got to Auntie Naomi. <laughs> <sighs> what have I missed yeah, out? The thing, Graham, the, the thing is with this one is that I'd already picked the, the, the Finnish player. Uh, just because he'd been on on loan at um, their uh, Arbroath from their um, their Aberdeen this um, their season, so I was going to go with this um, their young lad, <laughs> and then I was sitting there looking them up, and I was like, "Hold on, I used to live in Finland." <laughs> <laughs> like the fact that I took you to go on the internet to remember that. Yeah, <laughs> hang on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Finland once when I was two. To be fair, I don't remember much of that part. How long were you there for? A year? Between two and three? Yeah. Uh-huh. Was it like a gap oh. year away from nursery or something? Hmm? Was it a gap year away from nursery? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But I mean, I what I, I don't I don't remember any football. I'll tell you what I do um they sort of remember is actually loads of snow. And like loads and loads of snow. Um, then my brothers had skis and they used to ski to the school. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like a normal, oh, is that a normal but, thing in Finland? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. If it's not, the Finnish listeners will be, and we've got one or two <laughs> over the overall. There's going to be riots. Trust me. It's going to be like, Scott, what was your uh, your moment of the week? Uh, moment of the week was don't know if any of you guys had seen this. It was a guy called Gregoire Ackleroyd, who no. he is a French man who conned CSK CSK Sophia into making him a contract offer of fifteen thousand pounds a month. So he made like, a fake like Ali Dyer, like Ali Dyer, exactly the same. And uh, played for Gate Seat. And uh, he did. He did. He, uh, he, he did. And uh, <laughs> I, so he made a fake CV and said that he played for PSG amateurs. Apparently, they like 
took professional shots of him, holding the shirt and the scarf above the head and everything uh-huh. outside the stadium. And then he got stung by a fan who went on to, like, I don't know, what do they call it? Paris Saint-Germain reporter, whatever it is, on to like, the French fan it's going to be like, he went on the internet or whatever you call it. <laughs> whatever they, whatever <laughs> they call it. internet thing that's been <clears throat> going around the last few years. Uh, we, we're just getting past the dial-up up here, you know. We'll get the broadband one day. Yeah. Uh, they went on, they were asking about him, and everybody was just like, we don't know who he is. But it turns out that he'd also been offered a trial by Norwich as well, after sending his CV in. Um, he's now a football manager in Canada. So, <laughs> like, you know, I just think that's that's just superb. He's probably my hero as well, to be fair. He's, that's quite but, class. But how did he? how's he a manager? If he's been outed as a, as a, what what did they used to call it? A phony. Aye. Big fat Fraudster. phony. A phony. A phony. He's a phony. I mean, he's obviously got some sort of like, you know, football caliber, obviously not playing for, I think he's... He's obviously that, got some sort of printer I because mean, yeah. he, he's, he's <laughs> keep coming out. He, he, did, he's well, obviously, he did well uh, on football, manager one, yeah. He's, he's got eyes, uh, so he's done all right. But, uh, I think he said he played for like PSG amateurs and apparently it's literally like the equivalent of playing for like, like Belgs Hill Athletic in Scotland. It's like a junior team. So I was happy with him. These are all froze again for me. It's telling me my internet connection's unstable. I think it might be. Have I lost you? Sorry, listeners. I disappeared for a while. <laughs> Sorry, we, we kept it going in your absence. You don't need to edit that. It was the best no. part of the show. It's not going to record when I'm not on it, though. It's got that. Oh, for, f- for Finland's sake. All that content. Well, oh, no, Wendy's. That was my, my best gear that I used there as well, and that's it. Gone. I actually, I actually wondered, Graham, mine actually came up. See, when you left, Yes. There, I had a wee bubble that came up and said, you are the host now. And I think <laughs> I, I think I'm actually there recording this by mistake. <laughs> Go on, I, like, I quite like that though. How it's like you are the host now. So my favourite Finnish player, unfortunately, is probably I was going to say Gylfi Sigurdsson, but apparently he's from Iceland, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which, which doesn't really help the matter. Um, and in the Amy. And do you know what's funny he's about finish. Yeah, he's, he's only 28. Um, I read there was an article in the paper, by the way, and he near me, and this is what makes me like him even more. Apparently, he's sick of it. He's, he's sick of the and he near me, he's only 28. Um, have I asked everyone their moments of the week, goals of the week, and all that? Have I gone through everyone? Has everyone had their turn? No, I've, I've, still, got my, I've still got my moment. I've still got my moment and my villain. I've still got my goal. Who's your villain, Jack? It's actually not Matt Hancock, believe it or not. You'd be pleased to know I'm giving him another rest. It's actually Peter Shilton. Um, Oh, yes. I don't know if anyone saw that tweet. I'll read it out. I think Harry and Meghan are about to feel the wrath of our nation. (laughs) Many Brits and British press will want to defend and protect our Queen. I think thousands will stand united behind our sovereign. The Lord of Union, Jackson, Bayfield, and it's just like, mate, (laughs) <laughs> three, things. three things. Firstly, number one, you got outjumped by a midget at the 1986 World Cup. You're about six foot two. Maradona's about five foot four, and he beat you to it. Forget the fact he used his hand. Secondly, 
four years later in the penalty shootout, if you watch his dives, he dives like someone who's suffering from rigor mortis. He's that slow. And thirdly, why have you given your opinion on like politics? Mate, you were a decent keeper in the 1970s. Just go back in and get countdown on. I remember as a young kid, he got caught. Oh, God, I don't know if I should say this, but he got caught uh, gallivanting with another woman. Um, yeah, and he crashed yeah. his car and he came to Roker Park. And I remember I was really young, but he came to Roker Park and I remember the entirety of the Sunland. I think it was the four wheel just singing, Tino, Tino, <laughs> And it was just, yeah, those were the days. Um, yeah, I seen that. And I was a bit like, eh. The first reply underneath it was, mate, Maradona's five foot, five foot five. Megan Markle's five foot seven. I wouldn't be running your mouth if I was you. <laughs> 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 Which I thought was great. Um, I'm a Megan Markle fan. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm with that. I don't know, what is the wrath of the public? Of the pub- what is the wrath I don't of know. the public? I, I, just, I, don't, I just don't get it. I, I, I know you're going to keep light heart and I don't want to turn it to political. The, 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 the interview's going on the minute, but yeah, I just don't get it. I don't, don't, just don't get it. It's a bit mad, isn't it? More a bit mad. The wrath of getting the mad about nothing. It's like pe- people ranting, getting mad for this. I know I've just had been on a bit of a rant, like, but people getting <laughs> mad for the sake of it. People getting really, really angry for the sake of it. I'm really sick of people getting really, really mad yeah. for the sake of it. I mean, who gets yeah, mad? I for mean, the sake I have it? as well. Not that I've just done it for the last two minutes, like, but never mind. <laughs> the, the, ra- the wrath of the UK public wouldn't be that great at the minute because it's so divided. You just get like 50% of people really angry and 50% just on your side, so you'd be all right. Uh, um, just civil war, basically, isn't it? Um, Rosie, did you not have your goal of the week yet? Uh, again, are you, are you allowed a goal of the week as a goalkeeper? Because you don't like goals, really, do you? Could I save of the week? You could go save of the week. Well... See, Graham, if you'd have prepared this properly, you could have actually asked me these questions. <laughs> tell him. Get him tell. I'm the host. But, <laughs> I was going to go with, um, is it Lamina's goal against, again, against Liverpool? Um, yeah. More so about the finish. Like, it was a class finish. I mean, it was poor from Mo. Um, but the actual finish was pretty quality. Out of curiosity, Bottom Rosie, corner. what's happened to Alisson? Because as a goalkeeper, you'll have more know-how than I would when a keeper just has a meltdown and decides you can't be a goalkeeper anymore. What happened there? That was uh, me after Burnley at home, Graham. What was after Burnley at home? <laughs> do you remember that cross? Oh, God, yeah, I do. That was horrendous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love you, but that was horrendous. <laughs> it was. But we won it the really game. Was. It was fine. It was all fine. And we've got a good... We've got yeah. a good We've got a good set of good saves. Yeah, your save was good the other day. If anyone hasn't seen it, what is it? What is the website again, Rosie? Come on, sell it. You know the one that you the video that you were doing the other day? You made a really good save. Elite Sports Pro or something like that. Oh, uh Evolution Sports. Um they do one-to-ones with me. And yeah, that was there's a good a reasonably good save on on their page, but that's as much Crack as I'll save. say. Crack and save. It was so socially distanced, socially distanced, distanced, distance one to one. Sounded like Sean Connery there, didn't you? Uh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, Sean. Um, Ian, what was your? <laughs> Ian's just nodding like, who was your? Um, what, what have you not had your moment of the week, Ian? My moment of the week. Moment of the week. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, and it kind of involves that. So, oh well. <laughs> so, so I've got this kind of silly thing in my head where 
certain footballers' names remind me of songs, and you can fit their names into into song yeah. lyrics and things like that. Yeah, this one it. is actually slightly different. Um, however, it's you know similar. Um, although I am maybe showing my age because some of the others here might not actually know this song. However, you, you are old enough to remember Peter Shilton as a goalkeeper, not a political commentator. So yes, <laughs> <I am. laughs> so mad to be fair. I watch. I well, I watched them. I watched them fluff that. Um, you know, live. I, I, Maradona. Yeah, Great header. Yeah, yeah. Great header. Yeah. <laughs> that TV show. What did kill Maradona? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder what it was. Karma. That's what killed him. <laughs> That's what Peter Shilton would say. <laughs> <laughs> and two beefers. <laughs> what was your What was your moment, Ian? I'm curious now. You've built so, it up. So, so for the musical theme, yeah. So. So you know, Saturday night, um, I'm in a good. like the way you move. The uh, no, no, not quite. Scotty Arfield. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so the lads have won, and we're all feeling they're sort of happy. Um, and I decide, I they they sort of decided to watch the Brighton um, their Leicester game. Yes. And making his debut for Leicester was um, Sydney Tavares. Um, so that meant in my head um, that I was uh, there singing all the way through that match. Heaven must be missing an angel. So my <laughs> is Sidney Tavares. What song is that? He- Heaven, there must be missing an angel by Tavares. <laughs> I've never heard of that. Well, I, I did say, you know. <clears throat> With a hmm? Spanish. Hmm, I don't know. They're, it's like a disco kind of song. It they are Scott must know it. Definitely. Will they finish? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> nah, they're only 28. Um, uh, do, hey. All right, fair enough. Um, Scott, run us out with uh, your Scottish moment of the week. Uh, uh, I wasn't sure. What to go for, and then it give us some up. both. Well, first of all, I was going to go for a serious one, which was just obviously, you know, the Rangers winning the league uh, yesterday, and you know, just really say a good season that they've had. You know, they deserve it, and obviously, I've said a million times, I don't care, and <clears throat> I genuinely could not care less who wins the league. But you know. I think I read something yesterday, and I think Graham, you'll know better than me. I think they've only conceded something like four goals at home in the league this season, or six goals, something like that. that you know, to go with that, it's not just unbeaten or whatever. That is some some record. Uh, they've played some good football, and okay, people listening to this will argue that they're only there because Celtic have been rubbish or whatever, and Celtic have been rubbish. But at the end of the day, they're still undefeated. You know, they're doing well in Europe. So, uh, as my impart with my impartial hat on, I'll say uh, well done to to them for that. And the the comedy moment of the week is uh, George Galloway. Oh um, hey, uh, yes. I mean, like three weeks ago, we had. I mean, I just uh, Hamilton Ackies man. What is that? But we need we need to get my mate Sean on the podcast. He's the supporters liaison officer for Aki's. Uh, and like every time he's just like that to me. Ah, fuck. Here we go again. Here we go again. So George Galloway 
hired a screen. Uh, it was uh, who were they? Who were they playing last week? St. Johnson, St. Johnson, Aki's Park, and they hired a screen. Which <clears throat> the screen's not usually there because obviously I've been at Aki's Park quite a few times, and they just wheeled it into the bottom corner. Uh, like I was going to say the stand, but it's not. It's like they have like a wee uh, temporary stand. And he just wheeled it in, and it was just on repeat. Just George Galloway's massive face, just like giving some sort of political like rally for the full ninety minutes. And the funny thing is, when I, I looked into it and I read about it a wee bit, the, the Aki's chairman was just like, um, "I uh, somebody offered us money to show a video, and uh, we took it. I didn't really know what it was, and I'm just thinking that could have been in at all. Like the only thing I." legitimately remember about George Galloway, which probably shows you how much I don't pay enough attention to politics as I should, was when he was on Celebrity Big Brother and he was pretending to be a cat. <laughs> <laughs> you, does everyone remember that? Does everyone remember that? Yeah. yeah. He's he licking himself. Like yes, that's it. Yeah, and I don't yeah. know why he pretended to be a cat. Because I love cats. I think cats are great. Um, I'm a huge cat fan. I don't think I'd want to be one because I like working and that and money and going out the house and not getting, you know, on the main road and getting told off. Um, so, yeah. Jack, I bet you could do a cracking impression of that. Like the George cat. Galloway being the cat, I bet you'd be a, be a great impersonation of that. No, it was, it was, we around the time when Big Brother was just paying like big money to celebs. So, celebs, like pretty well known celebs were going on. And like when, when they were, I don't know what they're signing up for, but the best thing was beforehand I had to read like a little script and he was like, would you like me to be the receipt on this occasion? And I was like, yes, I would. And then he was like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, you're trying to be a serious politician, man. <laughs> oh man. Hey. And, that, and how much that you believe he is? We need Bob. We need Bobby back. We need Bobby's opinion. Um, Bobby's doing Pilates classes. <laughs> <laughs> I quite fancy it actually. <laughs> I've always fancied doing Pilates since um, Sandy Cohen from the OC um, decided that he was going to do. No, no one's seen it. No, no, no. That's fine. Um, okay, that's fine. Right. Well, um, yeah. Thanks for joining us again, as always, Rosie. Thanks for joining this week. Sorry for not preparing in the correct way. We'll have words about it off off camera. Um, <laughs> no you're going to be doing all the media stuff this week. Although saying that, you always do. Um, Scott, have a good rest of the the evening. Thanks for coming on. Cheers. Take care, Graham. Thanks again. Ian, thanks for coming on. Very welcome. Jack, thanks for coming on. <laughs> <laughs> my, my moment of the week is Neil Warnock's rant so that, I, I didn't get that in mean, listen to Neil Warnock's rant about the refereeing decisions very funny I get I always get veered off into Finland and Macedonia and <laughs> Iran um, oh subscribe as well um, Scott what is it if you don't know how to subscribe just ask your more <laughs> <laughs>